Hello everyone, my name is Daniela Lake and this is Life Told by a Stranger. Life Told by a Stranger is a podcast where we hear about the diverse backgrounds, experiences, hardships, and dreams of people who have lived different walks of life. This episode is a special local business spotlight. Last summer, I got the chance to speak with Los Angeles business owner Arlene Yuan, who is the owner of Teapop, a tea house in Los Angeles that redefines tea time. We actually recorded this episode in T-Pop's outside seating area, so there are some outdoor sounds like cars and birds. Enjoy! I was born in Phoenix, Arizona, so not too far from here. Um, It's a very hot place. I bet. Hotter than the valley summers (laughs) here. Um, And yeah, that's where I was born and raised for 18 years. Arlene grew up in a suburb where she would ride her bike around the neighborhood and have after-school pool time with friends. On the weekends, Arlene would work at her parents' Chinese restaurant. Her parents founded the restaurant and everyone in her family worked there. She started working there around the age of eight. Just helping like take money, you know, um, pack to-go boxes and just kind of like help out around and basically learn the business and learn about customer service, you know, how to treat people kind of in a food and business setting. I would say I never planned on opening up my own kind of food and drink establishment. Um, It really never occurred to me. Um, However, once I kind of started working, once I was was in a place, I moved out here to LA, you know, you just kind of use whatever skills you have. And I would just always land at like restaurants because that's what I was the most comfortable with. And, you know, you don't realize things come naturally to you because you kind of absorbed it with how you grew up and the things that you learned as a kid until you need it. So yeah, I would say that it, it had a really big impact on me in terms of, you know, knowing that I was capable of running a business, A, and B, just, you know, having the patience and the, I guess, a little bit of the, like, persistence and the and the grit in order to, like, really follow through on running a business. Tell us more about your business. What is it? What do you do? My business is called Tea Pop. It's a tea shop where, um, you know, we curate monthly art events. We have a featured artist every single month. Um, we host free community events like comedy nights, music jams, game nights, and it's really just free for the community because this place really, what I, what I tell people is yes, we sell tea and yes, I love tea, but I also love community. I love bringing people together. So this space is really all about, Hey, like what are things that we can do and what are things that we can sell to bring people together? So what I came down to is tea and community. Teapop redefines traditional tea time with its menu of fresh brewed, imported, and organic teas. Teapop also celebrates art and creativity. You can also shop and get some loose leaf tea, teaware, and accessories. Teapop is located in the NoHo Arts District and is open for pickup and delivery every day from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Customers can order through the website, which is teapopla.com or through the Clover app, Postmates, or Uber Eats. Follow them on Instagram at Teapop, and follow us on Instagram at Life Told by a Stranger. What was your journey like in the the process of creating your business? What obstacles or 
challenges did you face? Definitely difficult. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's really hard, I think, to be a small business in a big city like L.A. because, you know, at any given time, there's a new business popping up. People have great ideas. Um, There's there's really, um, I would say, not really a need for another food and drink place or let's say like a cafe or a coffee shop because there's so many great ones here. Um, but there is something to, I think, um, creating a space that, uh, welcomes community that makes people feel safe and, you know, a place for people to like make friendship. So I think that that is why we're here and why T-Pop exists. Um, and something that I'm really passionate about, but the obstacles that I faced were a, I had never worked in a coffee shop or or like kind of a tea shop ever before so this, that was all new I had grown up you know working in my parents restaurant and working in restaurants however I never I didn't really know how to run a cafe you know kind of like a fast casual space so that was a really big learning curve I had also never really run a business ever before it's definitely a fight you really got to advocate for yourself and you really have to negotiate a lot in getting a space created or like kind of manifested into the way that you want because a lot of people are going to tell you along the way you should do this or you should do that like I had so many people kind of give me their input and it was well placed um but they would say oh you gotta sell coffee you have to sell espresso like everybody in LA drinks espresso like you're not going to make it if you don't do that and I just stuck to my gut and I was like you know what I want to do something different I want to be a space where we sell tea and people are going to come here because that's our specialty and you know not really turn it into this like convenience store kind of concept where it's like we got something for everyone I think that that was kind of important but also uh, you know a struggle in that like everybody wants you to be what they want in terms of a business if it's like oh man we love this but if you had this or if you opened at this time then you would have so many more people but the challenge is really just like trusting it was trusting myself it was trusting that like the idea and the business that I wanted to build was legitimate and it was going to be successful because it was an extension of me and my desires and the way that you know I saw life and the way that I think that a business would succeed so you know a lot of times I think in business part of the challenge is getting over your doubts. What do you think your piece of advice to people starting a business would be do you think it would be getting over your doubts or is there more to? Trusting yourself also at the same time I think just building grit you do that by kind of like almost practicing your patience, but in a way that costs you something. So if I had to tell kind of young people or aspiring entrepreneurs, it's like, you know, before you really like put your money where your mouth is, it's spend some time, you know, volunteering, you know, where if you're not a morning person, you, you know, it's something where you got to get up early in the morning and do it. Or if you really don't like sitting in traffic, you always volunteer to to take your friend to the airport (laughs) and sit in traffic, you know, or or whatever it is. It's whatever version it is. But those things out of convenience, we say no to, right? Because you don't want to be inconvenienced. And I think there's something into leaning in to kind of difficult or inconvenient situations. It kind of builds a little bit of patience and grit in a person. And then when it really counts is when, oh no, you have a business on the line. There's, you know, money and, you know, having to survive or having to pay your bills. And when that comes along, 
it's not as scary to be inconvenienced. Yeah, just do the do the hard work on yourself, you know, kind of character traits in yourself um, that will pay off. If you were to write an autobiography, mm -hmm. what is one story you would have to include? So I opened Teapop back in 2015 and this space didn't look at all like what it did now. It was definitely grungier than it looks like now, <laughs> and it needed a lot of improvements. One of those improvements was a new air conditioning unit. However, I didn't have kind of the resources to replace it right away. We had just opened up. We were new. We were just trying to get customers in the door, and it was right at summertime. It was probably June. It was the first summer that we had been open, and our air conditioning failed. The weather was around 100 degrees, so of course Arlene knew it wouldn't be good for employees and customers. One option was to shut down because they didn't want anyone to pass out from the heat or be uncomfortable because Arlene says the building felt like an oven. But they decided to make the best of it by moving everything outside. They made Teapop into this sort of backyard bar that only opened after the sun went down and they sold tea at a discount. They also created a GoFundMe to raise money for an air conditioning unit. Little by little, customers who really supported us at the time put in 10 or 20 bucks here, and then family members put in a little bit of money, and we raised enough money to replace our AC um, because we also had a customer who worked for an air conditioning company. They said, hey, we'll do you a favor, we'll give you a discount, and then I'll come and I'll replace it for you. Um, so really in a matter of like three or four days, we were a baby business at the time, we had our AC replaced. To me, it was one of those things where it was like, oh no, this is make or break, like this is why businesses shut down. You know, you have something that goes wrong, you don't have the money for it, and then you just gotta close your doors. And I feel like that was one of those times where I really questioned like, oh, okay, you know, I don't think that I'm cut out for this. And community came through, you know? Like it was definitely one of those, those uh, moments where, oh, I created this space for community. It was built by community. I had friends come through um, and help me, you know, like tear down some drywall and help me clean up the space. And then I was like, well, it only makes sense that community would kind of help us sustain the place. And so it made me a believer almost in my own mission because I had doubted myself in that moment, like, well, you know, this is just not going to work. And so that was a huge point in that, like, I was like, no, like, this does matter. And, uh regardless of what we're selling, whether it's tea or whether it's elevators or, you know, pillows, whatever it is, it's like, you know, if it matters to you, you'll find people that like want to come along on the journey and it matters to them. And it, you know, it starts to become kind of this ripple effect. So yeah, we were back in business within like three or four days and everyone was so relieved that we had air conditioning and now we've been open for, you know, five years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. so you mentioned community and you seem to value community. So what do you value the most in a person and why? Definitely I think integrity is my, my biggest thing, you know. Um, I definitely uh, judge people based off their actions, not necessarily their words, and I, and I, and I appreciate it when people match their actions with their words. So when their intentions um, show through um, in an honest way, um, I feel like that is kind of what we need more of. 
because I think indefinitely in a town where there's entertainment and, um, you know, a little bit of just industry, people have to kind of fake it till you make it, quote unquote. And I think that that's important and it is valuable in its own right. Um, however, um, at the end of the day, when you, you know, kind of have to take off your like working hat and you take off kind of your showman hat, um, you know, who are you at the end of the day, you know, can, can you kind of look in the mirror and say like, yeah, you know, I made some bad decisions today and I want to make them right. Or, you know what, I made some really good decisions. I stand by them, even though they're not popular. I think that that is something that whether you're young or you're old, it's a constant kind of treadmill kind of working toward like, how can I, how can I be more honest? How can I speak more honestly? How can I communicate what I want and have it also be beneficial to the people that are receiving it. I think that that's very important. This season, I asked all of my guests to choose a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson's essay on self-reliance. Self-reliance talks about being a nonconformist, society's effects on the individual, and so much more. In next week's episode, I'll actually be talking more about the essay, some of my favorite ideas from it, and more. I think the one that stuck out to me the most is probably this one. They, or people, measure their esteem of each other by what each has and not by what each is. So, you know, and this is something that I try to live by, or I guess like I try to like disprove in how how he worded it, um, that like you are what you are and not what you do. Because I think there's so much of kind of like a resume economy. You know, we live by what this person has done and it doesn't necessarily always match up with who they are. Putting aside money, fear, and insecurity, what is one thing you would love to do if there are no stakes and you had all the freedom in the world? Um, I would be doing exactly what I'm doing. (laughs) And I think if there was a way to kind of replicate a t-pop space without kind of sacrificing like the gooey center of community then that's what i would be doing probably making more spaces like this in a way where like you know more people outside of north hollywood could experience it because it's something that has um made my life like just richer and wholer that's a word like more whole yeah i love what i do as cliche as that sounds i think that that's everybody's goal is to find some balance of you know working being able to live and you know spending a majority of your time um really owning what you do and enjoying it and experiencing it fully what is the greatest piece of advice you have to offer for life in general for all the people listening put on your big girl pants or your big boy pants and you gotta just own what you do you know I think there's so many ways that you can just not take responsibility for things. It's like, oh, this person said this or this person did that to me. And and I think it's really easy to kind of sit back and let life and time just pass. But you don't get such a full and rich experience unless you really, really walk in your own shoes, kind of take responsibility for your actions and just own it. I think that there's something really, really powerful to saying like, yeah, I did that. Or saying, yes, these are my boundaries. Or yes, this is what I do and I don't do anything else. This is my lane and I'm gonna stay in it. I think that that really helps bring 
like a very satisfying success and a very um, kind of whole life. And I've, and I'm 33. I have obviously so much more life to live. Um, but it makes me really hopeful and it makes me really happy to be able to build more of a business, build more of a life, you know, hire more employees, like create opportunities for young people um, to have work experience and life experience. So um, yeah, just own it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for sitting here and chatting with me and telling us about your life and your career. I hope you all enjoyed listening to this episode of Life Told by a Stranger because I enjoyed speaking with Arlene and drinking some Thai tea with Boba. Check out T-Pop and visit the website at tpopla.com. And stay tuned for next week Monday's new episode. <laughs>